live on SENSA. Welcome to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Aiken dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Happy Friday, Red and Blue Army, and welcome to another edition of Red Legs Radio. My name is Dale Fleming. I was out of action last week, so the ratings have dropped right away, but hopefully we can get them back up this week. I'm joined <laughs> by my co-host, official co-host, Adrian Davies. AD, how are you? Very good. Good to, good to have you back, I think. Yeah, hope Maybe? so. Hope so, mate. Okay, well, we'll see. Because um, looking at the run sheet, you're actually now the official uh, show host, so yeah, finally getting the opportunity. Is that some writing on the wall for me? We'll wait and yeah, see. We'll and of course, we've got Christy Miller, Hello. who uh, continues to join us, and will probably become an official host on the run sheet <laughs> at some stage. Of course, Christy is our brand people and projects manager at the Norwood Football Club. How are you going, Christy? Really well, thanks. Awesome. Now um, we've got a big show. And we're going to get to your stuff later, Christy, yep. and a lot of it. And AD, you're going to help me get through some of the reviews and mm-hmm. previews and footy stuff that we're going to do. But let's get straight into it. On the weekend, unfortunately, we went down by 11 points to the Eagles mm. on their deck. It was a pretty good effort. Yep. In fact, we I think we could almost say the game was theirs to be won. Yep. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get it done in the last quarter. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've all, we all watched it. We rode the waves as uh, we took the lead, couldn't hold on in the end. But uh, it was good to see debutant on the weekend, Isaac. Yep. Tree. Um, we had a few of the Tassie boys really stood up. So um, yep. the, the guys that have come in this year are, are starting to, together. And uh, I'm just going to take your job here. And one of those guys that uh, we've got is Goy Lock <laughs> on the line. She's just run with wow. it. I love it. Oh, Goy, welcome to the show. Goy. Thank you. Thanks, Sadie. Thanks for having me. However, she's just run with that. She's just <laughs> cut me out of it. The writing is on the ball. Goy, great to have you join Red Legs Radio, mate. Now, look, we do normally talk about the game as, as part of the opening to the show, but let, let's get your view on it. I mean, you had 10 possessions in the first quarter. You've been in fantastic form, really solid for us, gave us giving us plenty up forward. Uh, you'd be disappointed about not uh, getting the win on the weekend and going down by 11 points. It's not the ideal um, result that we want to achieve out there. Um, and I thought you know, we, we started the game really, really, really well and um, we were able to get the games on our terms. For the majority of the first half, um, obviously, there was a fair few chances in terms of, of uh, you know, executing scores um, in front of goals that we missed. And, um, you know, I guess as a leader, there's a bit more in, inconsistencies in front of goals, uh, which was disappointing in the end. Um, however... Um, you know, we were we were down in contested possession at uh, at various times of of the game, which we addressed early on, and we just weren't able to be clean a little bit uh, towards that last quarter, which were crucial, and uh, Woodville were able to um, capitalise on our, on us um, not being able to execute the basics, which we addressed earlier this week, and um, we're looking forward to bringing out sort of a better performance against North Adelaide tomorrow. Look, we'll, um, I think we'll leave uh, last weekend's game a little bit in the in the background, but um, obviously you're an avid listener of the show. I staked my claim about three months ago when you kicked that winning goal against the, oh, I'm not sure who it was against, but in the Resies, kicked the winning goal, you know what yep. I mean. Yep. Staked my claim, <laughs> yep. you're my favourite player, so I've been tracking you for the last few months. Um, you must be really, really pleased with how you're playing personally. You're, you're obviously starting to really click with your new teammates, having only joined this year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed being out there with the boys. I think uh, the team's really well connected, um, and and it really shows when we're playing some pretty strong footy. It, 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 it's hard for us. It, it's hard for other teams to stop, and um, 
and you know, even regardless of who comes in, everyone sort of embraces um, those new players, and uh, we can see that players really thrive um, once they once they get into the side. Um, obviously, the the wins haven't been sort of the way we wanted it. I think it's more um, from from a playing perspective, just um, boys being able to uh, feel comfortable, express themselves, and um, I think your results will come sort of at the yeah. end of that. Exactly, Goy. Now, uh, we mentioned your form's been really solid and you'll be on fire in that first quarter, which was a bit, bit of a tug of war. It would have been exciting to see our debutant Isaac 12th tree kick his first goal in Sample footy and put us 13 points up going into the first break. You got around him, I see? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty, pretty close with 12th and um, obviously started in the twos with him. Uh, early in this year, uh, early in the year, and um, he's a he's a bloke that plays a similar position to I, um, and yeah, we we kick, uh, you know, we work on our set shots routine a fair bit at training, and it was awesome to see him get a get an opportunity in that first quarter to, to kick his first goal. But yeah, and, and then to be able to kick it was it was unreal uh, for, for him, and 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 I'm pretty happy for him. But uh, yeah, obviously it was a snap from the from the boundary, but. Uh, I backed him in, and even though I was in the in the goal square for for a cheapie, but now nah, it's good to see him kick the goal. Now, mate, um, it is great when your teammates uh, that you've sort of got close to, and and you've come across this year uh, from Sandringham Dragons after spending some time at Casey Demons under Twig. I know you were part of the Roville Football Academy as a young man over in in Melbourne. Um, you've come across to Adelaide, you've settled in. Uh, I love that quarter. I really turned things on its head for you with that quarter down at Nalunga against South LA when you went ballistic and kicked three <laughs> in about five minutes. You three must and be, three. You're three and three. You must be loving life over in Adelaide and at the Nord Football Club. Yeah, no, nah, uh, absolutely. It's been, a, it's been a journey for me, obviously, coming from Vic. Um, uh, yeah, as, as you mentioned, in the early days, I was out at Casey um, and... and that's where I sort of uh, got got to know Twig a little bit um, at, at the KC Demons, um, and you know thoroughly enjoyed my time, obviously under under Twig, and um, sort of the journey for me continued off uh, at, at at the Zebras, um, yeah. where obviously I was a little bit uh, interrupted with COVID the time I was there, and um, I thought you know I was able to reconnect again with Twig at the back end of last year to uh, to see. You know, uh, SA could potentially be an opportunity, and um, obviously and really the, close with. And the, and the rest yeah. is history, mate. Look, uh, we and we, the rest is history. We yeah. love having you at our footy club, and uh, thanks for joining Red Legs Radio. Um, and good luck this week against uh, North Adelaide, the grand final rematch. I'm sure you'll give it a, a, a really red hot go. Let's get them. No, thank you so much. Looking forward to it. No worries. That was uh, the uh, the man, Goy Locke. I finally got him on the uh, show <laughs> for you, AD. Now, we're going to go to a quick break, <laughs> and we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to have a chat to one of our past players in Chris Prime. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Peak USA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army, to the second quarter of Red Legs Radio. We got through the first quarter, AD. Um, it's always tough talking about a loss, 
But uh, we got there and uh, we'll move forward now. It's always better when you got Goy on the phone, though. Well, Goy was great, isn't he? <laughs> hey. um, he's been fantastic for our yeah, footy club. And I know he's one of your favourites. Look at that favorites. smile of yours on the face. <laughs> make sure uh, Sammy Fantasia behind the scenes there, make sure the camera's right on <laughs> AD's smile right now. She's been asking for Goy to be on the program all year. <laughs> Finally got That's her not wish. Even a lie. Now she can't <laughs> stop smiling. Anyway, let's move on because I'm super excited, Christy, because yes. I've got an old teammate that's Aww. about to join us, the one and only Chris Tractor Prime. Woo. He uh, played for our footy club between 1993 oh. and 1995, and I happened to come over in 1994 and got to uh, firstly meet and then play with this great man, and I am absolutely thrilled to have you on the line. How are you, Tractor? Oh, good, Slimo. Yeah, it was a bit of a joyous occasion when we'd get together. It was, mate. The twin full forwards. I think we kicked 340 between us in the first two rounds or something. Was that right? Yeah, I reckon you got about 320 of them. Cause I think you were probably. <laughs> no way, mate. Actually, I, I haven't got it in front of me. I look back because um, I went to the back line after uh, the first 12 months of playing up forward with you because uh, there's only room for I you up there, you. big fella. That's right. They sent me back to the back line. Uh, but we managed to knock out about 90 goals between us, which is a bit like a Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins yeah. show, isn't it? It is. And I reckon you went to the back lines. I went to the resis. <laughs> so they got rid of both of us. I'm still not getting over this, twin, this twins comment. Uh, this, that, that's Neil Craig for you there, Tractor. But anyway, mate, we move on. We can't reminisce about our greatness all show. Now, uh, mate... Um, before we get into your career, uh, you're actually in Adelaide at the moment, aren't you, as, uh, in your role as president of the Air Peninsula Junior Football Program? Yeah, look, I, I am. Well, look, uh, I've taken that on this year. Um, they rang me up and said, look, come on, be president. Um, yeah, so we sort of head up the whole Western Zone, Nord Country EP, as we like to call it, um, uh, junior football, so... I oversee all the junior leagues on, on EP. So it's um, an interesting role. You get to meet a few different people and um, see what's going on in the area. Well, it would have been great for you to uh, come back to uh, Norwood Oval, Cooper Stadium. I, I saw some of your posts on social media just reminiscing about those glory days and taking selfies about 40 out from goal. In fact, 60 out from goal because that's where you used to slot them through, mate. But coming back to Norwood Oval and being part of that uh, intra-state uh, program this week, that must have been great for you. Oh, it was. Um, and it's good seeing the kids get the opportunity to, to play on these, these grounds because that's their next step. Um, and we really push that. And, and uh, Norwood's been, been good on that with, with Robbo there and you know, what their next step is to, to go if they want to push their footy. Yeah. And it, it's not just about playing footy, it's about how they hold themselves on and off the field. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what they try and take away. So they then develop the next lot of footballers that are coming through. So but well, we're very big on that on EP. Like once you once you represent EP, you go back to your club and you start developing the next lot. So well, that's you're right. very reliant on each other. We're actually going to have a chat with Craig Roberts in the next segment, but it's so important that they develop as young men um, and football on the field's part of that, but off the field and understanding the values and how they conduct themselves and the standards that's expected as they progress through their pathways is really important, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm probably it's probably a good thing we weren't held to those same standards, am I? 
No, well, we we were probably got away with a fair bit back in the day, although we did have Neil Craig, mate, and we used to have to have the socks pulled up at training and the jumper tucked in and, you know, you had to be out on the ground. You couldn't be talking. You'd have to be, you know, practising your craft. He had a fair few rules, didn't he? He did. You, you, it was 6 o'clock. Um, you had to be there, mm-hmm. and that's ready to go. Socks up, jumper in, mm-hmm. and uh, no long sleeves. And no uh, long sleeves, and know, then we'd have two and a half garment. hours where we'd belt the living suitcases out of each other, full match simulation. Yeah. He used to call it the meat and veggies. You need to eat your meat and veggies, and the only place to get them is out on the training track, didn't he? It is. Um, and, look, uh, and that appealed to some people. Um, others just didn't. That, that wasn't their cup of tea. And no. I guess that's how how things are sorted out these days as well. Like some people say, this is what you got to do. And um, some are happy with that and others aren't. And I think that's what we have to try and develop in the kids. Well, everyone's slightly different. And um, when the coach says jump, you go, how high? How so high? We, we, get th- we get there with the kids. Um, but we're pretty fortunate over there. The, the coaches have got a very passionate um, at, at this, the country level. So I've got Michael Curtis and who played, Played for Sturt, um, coaching the under-15s, and he's a very passionate EP footballer. So, look, really, really gets them going when they get gets out there, gets stuck yeah. into them, and but gives them really good guidance. Like, you know, if they need a little rip, they get a rip, and then tells them where they can improve. And uh, to their credit, I know yesterday they got a little bit of rip at quarter time, and the boys just stood up, grew an extra leg, and uh, you know. Played like they responded. Yeah. Now, Tractor, let's uh, move into your career. Um, Interestingly, though, when you were growing up on the EP, um, that was Port Adelaide's zone. So, how did you end up at Norwood? Um, I never played any junior footy, so I never got into the system like the the Norwood Port Adelaide system. So, I never got into the Port Adelaide juniors. so I wasn't on any lists there with them. Wow. I think I got, once he hit 21, it's pretty much open slather. So uh, I played an EP game at Crystal Brook, I reckon, middle of 92. So I'd have been 21 years old. And North Adelaide spoke to me, Port Adelaide spoke to me, and uh, Norwood spoke to me. Port Adelaide wanted me to go down and play Resis the next week. Um, Norwood and North invited me. For further chats, Norwood said, come down for two weeks and see if you like it at the start of pre-season. So I came down for two weeks to see if I liked it or if I could hack it, More probably more to the point. <laughs> and you obviously did, mate, because you uh, went on and played uh, 60 or 59 games. Um, could have played a lot more. I think uh, uh, your love for the farm and the country uh, lured you back to the EP, but uh, you had a great career. Um, you put the... Uh, you scared the living daylights out of a lot of uh, full-backs. Uh, one I'll mention in particular, I know you've recently ran into him, was Paul Nor'east from Port Adelaide, a good footballer and now a good friend of yours. But you've bumped into him this week, haven't you? Yeah, I, I don't know if we're great mates yet. Um, but, yeah, look, had a really good chat with him. Uh, and a couple of times he put me in my place and... Um, yeah, he was happy to get put in his a couple of times as well. Yeah. But once again, he, he's a bloke who, um, he didn't fit the bill. 
like if you watched him kick a footy, there's oh, no he, way he'd played league football. He looked dunk, um, but he was effective. He was effective. He, he's got eight eight SNFL premierships, as he reminded me Tuesday. Yeah, I'm sure um, he did. But, and I said, like, he had his name there playing underage footy and, um, you know, for a bloke who didn't have the most, the prettiest kicking style, he was effective because he just worked at his craft and that's what you tell all these, all these kids. Now, I've just been uh, fed a stat that you uh, averaged three goals a game over your uh, three years at the club. Do you think that Flem coming to the club did that increase or decrease that uh, that average? <laughs> well, it, it took up a lot more space in the forward line um, with Flemo there. Like he was he was uh, one of those blokes that really demanded the ball. Um, <laughs> so we'll say decrease. And yeah, I might have demanded, but they still kicked to you. <laughs> yeah, but they put it higher so you could sit on my head. Or um, <laughs> you were you were a good yeah, platform. I'll give you that. Big shoulders. It, it was better when he went back down to the back line. <laughs> yeah. that. Then I was kicking to then you. He was kicking to you, and he'll claim the assists. Now. Yeah. Well, he kicked 182 yeah. goals in 59 games. That's as you said, AD. Better than three yeah. a game, and uh, would have gone and done that for the next 10 years at Norwood, because primey, you didn't stop playing footy when you went home. Talk us quickly through the rest of your career after Norwood because I, I haven't seen the stats for a while, but it's another 400 games, about a 1,000 goals. Uh, look, go on with the stats for us. What have you actually done in your regional football career? Give us a snapshot. Uh, look, I, I, um, I played my 450th country game. Uh, I think it was second semi-final last year. Um, so that was, you know, that was a decent milestone. Wow. Uh, we won the premiership last year, so I, I hung up the boots in the last year. Um, but then had a, I fell off the wagon to say this year I, I went to the pub on a Friday night and messaged a, the B grade footy coach, <laughs> uh, about 7.30, core date. I had a clearance. Started up the next day. How, how many times have you re- retired over your career? Because every uh, that would be, everyone retires and comes back. The second time, <laughs> that'd be the second time. Um, but yeah, we talked about it a few years before. Uh, Ports, where I started my footy, I played 198 games there. So I went back and uh, I've played two games this year to bring up my 200, and I reckon I'll play the last three just to get ready for finals. Right, so I love the love the the, the line. I fell off the wagon while I was at the pub, um, mate. Cut well, to the chase, oh. tractor. How many goals have you kicked in your career? Give us the number. Um, not counting Norwood, I think it's oh, two thousand and seventy. Two thousand and seventy. Oh so if I gosh. do some quick maths, and this is someone who never played junior footy, and I add Norwood to that, you're two thousand two hundred, two thousand three hundred. No, two thousand two hundred and uh, sixty-five in the red. Two plus sixty-five, two thousand two hundred and sixty-seven goals. Never played junior foot, junior yeah. football. Amazing. That's pretty handy, tractor. Uh, nah. um, he knows. I played junior footy, just no rep footy. Oh, okay. So, so all right. Yeah, look, I, I should have left that out. I would have sounded right. better. Yeah. You did all right. You now, can't. what was your highest goal tally for in any season? Uh, 150. 150. 
And uh, I heard Seven you got. Go. I heard you you got injured in round nine. Didn't play for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I dislocated the finger uh, with ten games to go, and uh, I finished the year with it still dislocated. Oh, oh my God! Wow. Uh, look, Tractor, you are an absolute ripper, mate. I we, we could talk to you all all show, seriously, <laughs> but we've got to get to a few other things later. I know Christy will take over the show, so we better move on. Well, I was just going to say, I hope we see Tractor Bucket in, order well, in five weeks' time for EP round. That's right. Well, we will, and we enjoyed we'll. seeing Tractor while we are up there uh, a few months back for our yep. Port Lincoln game. And, mate, we can't wait to uh, see you again, Tractor, and you're always welcome back at our footy club. Great to hear that you were back out on the hallowed turf of Norwood Oval during the week. And uh, make sure you come to the next past players and officials luncheon, the Glen Rosser lunch, which is coming up. And uh, great work on everything you're doing in junior footy on the EP. And, of course, congratulations on what is an absolute amazing career in football. No, no worries. I always enjoy getting back to the parade. Um, really good memories there. And, uh, yeah. Always, always look forward to it, and there's always a cold creeper at the end of the day. <laughs> and one last thing, buddy, make sure you bring that lycra out at some stage, all right? Yeah, I'll send you the photos. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Good on your tractor. Thanks for joining Red Legs Radio, mate. You are a beauty and great to catch up, mate. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you soon. That was royalty, girls, I can tell you. Absolute royalty. Fan favourite, club favourite, and just an all-round great yeah. bloke. And great yeah. to hear he's still involved in junior yeah. footy because he's got so much to offer. Well, and what he men. said, you, you come out and you, you go back and you give back. Yeah, great. He, he did say that. So um, that was fantastic. Uh, look, we better get to a break. Uh, after the break, as I mentioned, we will actually chat to Craig Roberts about the intrastate inter, uh, uh, competition going on around Adelaide at the moment. Don't go anywhere, listeners. Come back. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Live on SENSA. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to PQSA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Welcome back to Red and... Oh, sorry, I should say uh, Red Legs Radio, AD. I got myself all muddled up there. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army, to Red Legs Radio. Now, that was a great chat with Promi, wasn't it, AD? I used to love playing with that man. It's always good hearing your uh, old teammates uh, come on and, and you just go back in time, don't you? I love it. He was he was a, uh, a crowd favourite and uh, I still can't get that picture of him in the lycra out of my head for the rest <laughs> of my life. But anyway, let's stay on the, uh, the country interstate championships, I should say, for a little while longer. AD, because there's a man at our club who's doing an amazing job, our talent manager, Craig Roberts, and he's all across, of course, what's going on all over Adelaide at the moment, and we've got him on the line. Are you there, Robbo? Yeah, I am, Dale. Thank you. Looking forward to a good chat. Catch up. Have you pulled over in the car, mate? You haven't bloody crashed or anything, have you? No, no, no. I'm sitting in the beautiful BT50 from uh, Paradise Mazda, and it's uh, doing an amazing job for me. So happy as. Well done. Keep going. Cause Jeff and Ben Neal do a great job down there and look after the club beautifully, don't they? Absolutely, mate. It's uh, it's done some K's already. I've done about five trips to the EP, and it uh, hasn't missed a beat yet, so it's been beautiful. Well, make sure you get those bugs off the uh, the front garden, the windscreen, mate, or I don't hear, it, hear the end of it when you take it back for a service, all right? No, absolutely, mate. I'll get that cleaned up for you. All right. Now, let's get on topic. Uh, the country championships or the interstate championships going on all over Adelaide at the moment because we've got our under-15s and 17th, both our metro and our regional uh, uh, squads playing, and there's been some games happening at Norwood Oval this week. Tell us a bit more about that. We did hear, did hear from Chris Prime, Tractor Prime, about 
uh, what's going on. But you give us your slant on things. Yeah, absolutely. So the under-17s um, is a carnival that's a futures carnival. We're still the only club that represents our puts a whole countryside together and uh, they came down on Tuesday and Wednesday and played two games against the Eagles and um, South Adelaide. And then our under-15 carnival's been played in October the last few years due to COVID. Um, it's been moved back to July and we have a metro and countryside. So um, we're pretty fortunate that the under-17 side came away with two really strong wins against uh, the two opposition sides they played against. And our, our three country games um, absolutely dominated the country regions. Our metro area, unfortunately, um, we've got a really small region and uh, we, we struggle a little bit in that area, but our country kids top it up. It's just a matter of getting them here longer and throughout our program later in their lives. Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask was how do the kids compare at the, this level between metro and country? Is it um, a matter of, you know, more, more of a zone in the country area? Yeah, look, what the, probably the difference is, is that, and to look at it, is that most of our under-15 metro kids are playing under-15 footy in some country regions. A lot of these under-15 kids are already playing A-grade footy um, or they're playing against men. So they're physically stronger. Um, the skills might drop off a little bit, but uh, the competitive beast in them comes out in these country boys and mm-hmm. they get really proud about playing for the EP. Um, they all know each other for a, a long period of time where our Metro kids coming together are all from different clubs and don't know each other as well. That's because the dad's got them working on the farm from about age two, Robbo. Lifting cows there's and herding sheep. Hey, is Absolutely. That... Well, there's, there's some big boys out there. We don't mind a bit of hard work. Uh, now, uh, talk to me about some of the exciting talent coming through. You know, both our under-15s and 17s, there are some good kids coming through, aren't there? Absolutely. So there's a young lad that's been playing A-grade for Air United over there, Ethan Pugsley. He'll actually play under-18s this week. Um, so he played in the carnival this week. So he gets a step up. Um, in our under-15, we, we actually rested a few of our big ones in Jacob Newton and Jay Polkenhorn are under-17s, but uh, absolutely dominating at under-18 level. But uh, last weekend, Jay Polkenhorn went back home, who's an under-17, and kicked 17 goals for Western United on Sejuna. What? His under-15 brother, Marty Polkenhorn, who played... Slow down, son. Talk Sorry. to me. 17 goals. How old's this kid? So Jay is just... A, he's an under-17 player this year. So is he 16 or 17? So he's 17. He's just turned 17. Right. He's kicked 17 goals, one for each birth year. Yeah, he's kicked one for each birth year. That's correct. And we've certainly signed him up already, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Jay's played most of the year in under-18s this year. Oh, so, real. But to, to not only top on that, so Jay's under-17, kicked 17. Cruz, who's 19, who's his brother, kicked five in that game. And his brother, Marty, who's under 15s that played on the weekend, kicked five as well. So between them, they kicked 27 out of the 46 goals. Hang on, 46 goals. (laughs) I got to meet that family too while I was out at uh, the EP earlier last month and just obviously a great family. That'd be a happy family. They're about to get their kid drafted and paid a million bucks a year from about age 18 (laughs) by the sounds of it. But that's amazing. Well, I did ask Dad if he kicked one from the barbecue stand as well, but he didn't happen to get one. So, <laughs> um, just quickly going back to the the champs, you obviously do a mountain of work over in the the zone, but it must be good to get the kids in in around the actual club um, on the parade. Yeah, absolutely. So we were really lucky Wednesday night. This is one of the things that we've tried to create through our juniors is giving back. And Wednesday night we had about 140 in the Wolf Blast Centre, 
and Max Michael Annie came and spoke to the boys. He gave up his time, and we also had Jaden Gale and Cam Tahini, and who uh, all came back and talked about their experiences of making the trip over, settling in, and sticking at it for a long period of time. And a lot of people don't know that Max Michael Annie actually spent eight years in Sojourner as well when his dad was principal yeah, over there. Absolutely. It's a good question, AD, because, Robbo, I'm sure you can... Um appreciate and and i know it's a big part of your program is giving them a flavor of the nord football club the culture you know the change rooms the function room the ground coming out of the race turning around seeing fortis and priscilla written above uh that race every time any norwood team runs out it's all part of the program is it and the induction and the learning and the pathway for these kids absolutely so one of the things we did just before our ep game was actually show them the fortis documentary to give the families and kids a real insight into what the Norwood Footy Club is before they actually come and represent it. So I feel they feel a sense of um, real pride when they come and play that they know a little bit of history about the club and why they're playing. And, and that Fortis video empowered them really strongly when we showed it to them. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, look, Robbo, you're doing an, an amazing job uh, across metropolitan area and also the EP and... Uh, we just love the work you're doing and, and seeing um, it come to fruition in weeks like this week where all the talent's on display at Norwood Oval and across Adelaide and, and you're working uh, behind the scenes and also making sure the parents and the families are looked after when they come down. And I hear you had a about 40 or 50 uh, kick on to the Kensington Hotel the other night. Of course, one of our great sponsors as well, like Paradise Mazda. Uh, and you were right there amongst them, making sure they're all okay, mate. Credit to you. Well done. Fantastic. Keep up the good work. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. And sorry for speaking so quick. You told me I only had three minutes. So I was trying to cram that all in. <laughs> well, you were that interesting. I've actually extended your time. Now, get off. <laughs> Thanks, Robo. No worries. Fair enough. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, there you go. Our talent manager, Craig Roberts, does an amazing job, doesn't yeah. he, AD? Yeah. yeah. Now, Christy, you've been very patient and I'm going to pivot on the go. We were going to go straight into your segment, but we're going to have a break first so we can give it the attention sure. that's, uh, that it deserves. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll come back and hear all about what's going on at Nord Football Club and the upcoming events. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. Live on SENSA. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar. Proud sponsor of the Red Legs. Welcome back, Red and Blue Army, to the last quarter of Red Legs Radio. And I'm still joined by my co-hosts today, Adrian Davies and Christy Miller. And Christy, this is the last quarter. This is usually where I fade a little bit. You know, the hammies get tight and I just have to have a bit of a rest on the bench. So I'm going to throw to you. Because you've got some, ex- you've been very patient, by the way, Thank you. and you've got some very <laughs> exciting stuff to cover. Because uh, there's a lot going on, as always, at the Nord Football Club. And we've got it's no different over the coming weeks and months. So I want you to give the uh, listeners out there a bit of a rundown of what's coming up at our footy club. Yeah, thank you. So we've got, yeah, I'll get right to it. So we've got. Um, we had our gala last weekend and with that is an online auction that's still available to bid on and that closes on Monday. So you can jump on our socials uh, and pick that up. So that's gala bid and it's called Winter Wonderland. So there's some great prizes, including Inner Sanctum experiences at the club. Um, there's a Port Lincoln getaway. Is that Inner Sanctum? Is that where you get to go and have your photo in front of uh, AD's locker there? Is yeah, that absolutely. The Inner Sanctum <laughs> yes. That's up to about $10,000. That's a very clean. It's a nice corner locker. I've worked hard for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you get to go um, 
yeah, into club rooms and have a bit more of an experience than you would every other uh, well, game. you get to you know see what you know, go, the, the coach does in the preparation yeah. before games, go into the team meeting, be part of the warm-up, sing the song in the circle after the <laughs> game. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And then obviously there's other prizes, uh, wine and uh, donated by Wolf Blass himself. Mm-hmm. So a black label there. But yeah, jump and signed, online. And signed. And signed, yep. yes. And he uh, doesn't, I can tell you, Wolf doesn't sign many things things. So no. to have a signed bottle of his premium wine is pretty exclusive. Yeah. So you've got a couple of days, jump on um, online over the weekend and check that out and have a bid. Uh, and then our second uh, sort of reminder to everyone is that the club is open for supporters night every Thursday evening. Uh, so bistro open so you can come down, watch the guys train uh, and then enjoy a nice beverage and a meal. We had some great um, nights recently with, with Neil Baum yeah. and Michael Ash, of course, inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. And we had over 100 people there and it was just a great night. We really want to build them. We want the supporters to come yeah. down and be part of the fabric of our footy club. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and now the next one that I'm going to sort of throw back to you is the Stephen Bradbury evening, which is next Friday. I wasn't present at the first Stephen Bradbury uh, lunch, I think it was. This is a dinner uh, on Friday the 28th of July. So tell us what we're expecting there. Oh, plenty. Uh, I actually think uh, it was definitely our most entertaining business lunch last year. <laughs> I have heard, yeah. That's why we've asked him back because yeah. he does have a version two of his show. He still brings back all the stuff you'd expect about the, you know, the gold medal and the build up to that and the... And all the fame and stuff that come afterwards. But he actually has a very uh, business um, goal-orientated show where he gets quite okay. serious about you know, how he got to the level he got to. Yep. He was an overnight sensation that took 12 years. Yeah, And he gets right into it. And he's very entertaining. And he promises that he'll be the last man standing at the bar well, again. Well, I was just about to ask you to stake your claim if you or he would be the last. No, AD, I'm on the wagon at the moment, no. so I'm behaving. But if I wasn't, I'd smash him out of the ballpark. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so jump online to our website. Tickets, uh, tickets are available Tickets there. are selling fast yeah, and it's are. great value, three-course meal. And I'm telling you, it's not a three-hour show. He'll, he'll hang around and he'll literally be there. <laughs> The last man standing. So you'll get a great opportunity to actually have a chat and meet Stephen Bradbury. Excellent. So, yeah, next weekend. So we've got our supporters night Thursday, that happening Friday. Uh, and then we've got um, our women's best and fairest happening. Ooh, women's best and fairest. Saturday. Saturday hey, hey? Yeah. You get nervous, you know? <laughs> well, hopefully I'll, I'll bring in our award the week after, but I can't promise I've won anything. <laughs> got your uh, speech ready? Yeah, Rezies, Rezies best and fairest, yeah. do something for the show. What about... Just all, all oh, around. Is there, is there a good uh, club person? Or good club person, <laughs> I reckon. That's the one you'll win. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Saturday. So lots happening. And then Sunday is obviously match day uh, up against Central. So we've got our usual uh, pre-match function, but there's a bit of a twist to that this uh, that week, sorry, uh, where we're, it's a Barossa Boy match. It is. Our great partners, Barossa Boy Wines. It's their feature match. Yeah, so we're pairing wine with the great food there in the function centre. Uh, and then there'll be some tastings. It's going to be a little bit different to our usual pre-match function. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, jump online. Yeah, look, there'll be over five wines paired across the day with different uh, foods on the menu and uh, uh, you know, a welcome drink uh, wine or champagne on arrival. And Trent Burge, uh, obviously, who uh, is the uh, managing director of Barossa Boy Wines, will actually get up and talk about why those wines are paired with the food and 
and how that decision was made with the chef and really go into the detail about, you know, um, what you're actually drinking and, and why it's a great choice for that food. Yeah, brilliant. I'm looking forward to that one. So, if you, yeah, if you haven't got your ticket, jump onto the website because uh, they are selling fast for that one. Uh, last, oh, second last, sorry, but <laughs> definitely not least, is our EP just, round. Just, hey, she's just taken over the show. She's, she has come in with more notes than we have ever seen. We started with Christy and then, then the show will be notes. done. We wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got EP round and, and uh, we're certainly looking forward to this. Like we were talking to Robbo um, earlier, this is a really important um, region for us mm. as a club. So we have uh, round 18 against Adelaide. And that is all things EP. So we're having a function uh, on the Friday before, which is the 25th of August, uh, which will be featuring um, all things tastings, uh, all things seafood, oysters, lobster, you name it, it's going to be there. So that will be uh, on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, game day is our pre-match function. But again, going to be a little bit different. So stay tuned for that, (laughs) but it will be suppliers basically coming from the EP and providing us with some delicious... Yeah, we'll celebrate the EP. Yeah. In produce, in tourism uh, point of view, people point of view. Um, you know, all our great partners that support us for our Port Lincoln match are going to make the trip over and it's all going to be about the EP and a celebration of uh, the EP and, and, and what that means for our footy club. But it's also Memorial Round yes. where we uh, recognise those that have left us over the course of the last 12 months and tribute mm. and play tribute to them. And it's our, our Fortis Round, which is the round where we encourage all our supporters to mm. come along and do the march and get out on the ground and do a guard of honour for our team. That'd be awesome. Who uh, will be running out for their last home game of the year and with a bit of luck, maybe even wish them well in the finals. Now, that's a long stretch, but I'm still <laughs> optimistic, okay? Yeah. Um, so there's so much happening and uh, can't wait uh, for that day. We've got a lot of footy and a lot of things in between now and then. Thanks, Christy, for that I'm wrap. not done yet. Oh, AD. God. I said second last. Jeez, hey. No, Keep so we've going. obviously well, you're uh, doing a great job. <laughs> we've got EP round and then it's uh, all preparation into hosting the first AFLW uh, yes. game on the 2nd of Woo-hoo! September, which will be super Showdown exciting. Showdown. Showdown, yeah. So that's happening 2nd of September. So stay tuned on our website for functions surrounding that. But we've got that one on the 2nd and then another one on the 13th of October. So. And, and that showdown, just a little aside, we'll have yep. seven or eight Nord girls playing in it wow. between uh, Crows and Port. So yep. that's, that's right. a great and, representation. And you, my fellow co-host, you're going to line up uh, plenty of them for a chat on Red oh, Legs Radio yes. that week, aren't yep. you? The next few weeks we're going to be... Uh, Getting the girls on. <laughs> a lot of awesome. talent from the AFLW joining us, of course, all Norwood girls. And that's exciting for our footy club because you can expect a sellout crowd, yep. you know, full house mm. at Cooper Stadium, uh, which if you were at the gather round earlier in the year, it was just it's unbelievable amazing, yeah. to see. And Barry will have the oval in tip-top shape. I should say Barry and David will have the oval in tip-top shape. Okay. okay. I'm done now. You're done, Chris. <laughs> that was great, though. That was very good. No more from you because I've got about two or three minutes just to sort of wrap up the show and talk about this week's game. Of course, AD, we travel to Prospect. Yes. It's the grand final rematch, the second of the year. Unfortunately, we didn't get it done earlier in the year. They came to Norwood and they took the chocolates. What do you think we're going to do on the weekend? Well, we played North early in the season this year, and um, I think at that point we were pretty high on the injury list. Uh, we think we still are, but I think uh, I've obviously played a lot of prospect from when I was at North Adelaide. Very similar oval to Norwood, nice and small. Um, I just think if we can get the ball long into the into the forward line, um, 
the little guys will get to work. Well, let's hope. And we've got Panos coming back in and Brady Carroll. But exciting, Finn Hurd. Yeah. Jade and Gail are named in the extended squad yeah. and may debut. And like those two guys have been putting in so much work. Like I'm in the gym a lot with them, um, coming over like their respective injuries and, and just putting in all the effort. And they really deserve those debuts if they are to come. Mm. Well, I, you, I know what you say about those two. I mean, I'm down the gym, you know, twice a day. Look at yeah, the, look at the shape I'm in. But uh, wow. every time I'm down there, right, you see a Finn Hurd, you see a Jaden Gale working very hard. And Adrian, <laughs> yes, I definitely see you there lifting 150 kilo. Look at those big muscles of yours. But uh, they are, like yourself, uh, doing the extra work yeah. and eventually the rewards the will water, come. The reward comes, yeah. And hopefully it's this week for those guys. Now, um... Let's go, uh, you know, supporters, get out there, get to prospect, get behind the team. Now, I know we're, uh, we, 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 we've had a couple of uh, losses in a row mm. after, you know, bouncing back with three and, uh, wins in a row. But we are still playing pretty good footy. As we said earlier in the mm. show, we could have won out at Woodville on, on yeah. last weekend. With a bit of luck. We, we had all the control in the last quarter. We just could, couldn't quite put it on the scoreboard. But I still think we're playing good footy. So uh, get behind the teams this week. The reserves obviously are out at Prospect as well. And on the Sunday, our under-16s and 18s will play at Cooper Stadium. So with a bit of luck, we can get a few wins and hopefully all four can uh, bring the chocolates home and we can knock off the roosters across all grades. So uh, let's uh, let's hope we're talking about a win next week, yeah. uh, Adrian and Christy. And uh, it's an exciting time because we're, we're back on the scoreboard for our footy club. Now, it's been a great show. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Thanks, AD. Thank you. We got through a lot. Christy took over as usual. <laughs> but uh, look, uh, since the exciting things happening at our footy club. Get to the events, get to the games, and uh, get behind uh, the red and blue. Thanks for listening to uh, Red Legs Radio.